goals like losing weight, exercising are easier for people who have this characteristic. This is the Begin Within podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit. If you are working on getting healthier, losing weight, improving your fitness, whatever it is, but you have this feeling that you should be getting better results, you're just not sure what you might be doing wrong. Well, I want to tell you, you are not alone. And that is the very reason why I wrote my latest book. Five Ways You're Wrecking Your Weight Loss, so that you can take a look at five of the most common reasons I see that people aren't getting the results that they deserve for all their hard work. Just five really quick fixes that can get you headed toward the results that you want. Check it out. You can download it by going to beginwithin.fit, clicking on the ebook button, or clicking on the link in the show notes. Check out my book. Let me know what you think. Not too long ago, I did a presentation for our team of personal trainers and um, people who are supporting others in achieving their health goals, losing weight, etc. And we were talking about a characteristic or a quality, we might call it, a a quality of, of your personality that researchers have found helps people to make changes in their lives. Here, here's a little rundown on it. I have some notes. I've been kind of compiling these notes uh, for, for some time on this topic, and I want to share them with you here today. But this characteristic helps people to be equipped to make progress toward health goals. Researchers have found goals like losing weight, exercising, or quitting smoking, recovering from substance abuse. All those things are easier for people who have this characteristic. Do you have some ideas of what it might be? Here it is. Self-compassion. Self-compassion. Here, let's talk a little bit about what it is why it's so important for you in your health journey and important for us to talk about here on the Begin With End podcast once again. And this is not the first time that it's come up. I will link to some other episodes in the show notes for you to check out where we talked about self-compassion and self, self-care, closer, closely related. We'll talk about what it is, why it's important, and then three things that you can do that you can incorporate into your life in order to have more 
self-compassion. And this is from research. This is what researchers have found. And I'll link to one of the main articles that I'm, I'm stealing most of this from so that you can read it. But self-compassion is essential. And I want you to think a little bit about the opposite of self-compassion before we talk more specifically about what it is. Because especially when it comes to health and fitness and weight loss goals, you know that we can be our worst critics. And we can be our number one enemies, if, if I'm being honest, right? And there's so many, there's so many people that I, that I connect with on Instagram, for example, and I'm there to cheer you on. I'm there to support however I can, to give advice, whatever I can do to help you. But so often I, I see posts of uh, people who are just really getting down on themselves about a bad weekend or a bad week or a bad month, right? Or about how they feel about how their body looks or about their, their progress. And, and granted, some of that may be topics for another show, but self-compassion is the opposite of that. And self-compassion is also not the inner drill sergeant, right? The one who says like, hey, get your, get your lazy self out of bed. Go work out. You know, the one who hurls insults at you. Uh, you, have those, you have those voices inside your head from time to time. It's not. That's not self-compassion. Here's what self-compassion is. Here's how we'll, we'll define it for today. And I'm sure that you, you've already heard about this concept and maybe have, have already been taught about it. That's awesome. Here's some, some ways that you can describe it. Self-compassion is being kind, being supportive, and being warm toward yourself. We're going to dig into this a little bit more in one of the, the three steps that I'm going to give you that researchers have found help people like you and me to have more self-compassion. But it's the idea that you treat yourself the way that you would treat a friend who you really, really care about. You view yourself that way in these contexts. And again, the reason why it's so important, now that we know what it is, we'll talk about why it's so important, is that life has a way of hurling, I won't say hurling, but presenting us with challenges, challenges to to the plan, right? Challenges to our desire to get healthy, our, our, our intent to lose weight, to get to the gym, to eat certain types of foods or avoid other types of foods. You know what I'm talking about? Things happen in life and we need to be able to recover from those challenges, from the maybe even call them setbacks, right? Or some some will call them failures. And again, there's really no failure for learning, right? So maybe failure is not the right word either. But you know what I'm talking about. There are times in life when what you intend to do doesn't end up happening, sometimes through no fault of your own, and sometimes through things that you had control of that you didn't take control of. Well, when that happens, what do we do? How do we view the situation? 
How do we respond? How do we move forward? In order to move forward, we have to be resourceful. Meaning, we have to be able to look at all the tools we have at our disposal, the people around us, the experience that we've had in the past, and we have to be able to say, ooh, that's the thing right now that's going to help me the most in this challenging situation. But our brains are terrible, absolutely terrible at being resourceful, at seeing a problem and finding a solution, finding multiple solutions to a problem when we are stressed out, when we are triggered in a negative way. And what I mean by that, maybe the best thing to do would be to talk a little bit about the two nervous systems that we've had guests on the show talk about before and just briefly explain the way that they work, right? We have our sympathetic nervous system. We have our parasympathetic. Now, sympathetic nervous system, that's the one that prepares us for fight, flight, freeze reactions to things. Now, on the other side, and and that's usually the way we think of stress, right? We think of stress, that's the sympathetic nervous system. Now there's the parasympathetic nervous system. That's the one that helps us recover, rest, and digest. And incidentally, that's the place where we are most, generally most resourceful, is when we're in that state. We're in the fight, flight, freeze patterns, right? It's very hard to find solutions. We, our brain kind of shuts down and we're more just reactionary. We just react to challenges and to problems. And what we need when we face challenges in weight loss, health, fitness, is we need to be resourceful once again. So how do we switch when something goes wrong and we feel, we feel frustrated, we feel stressed, we feel disappointed, we feel ashamed, we feel guilty, whatever negative feelings come from it. How do we shift? How do we shift out of it? How do we kick in that other nervous system so that we can become resourceful, so that we can recover from the challenge and we can move forward in the direction that we want to go? The answer is, one of the answers is self-compassion. That is why it is so important for us to cultivate this characteristic, to bring it along with us on this journey. And how, I I just can't think of maybe a better thing at the moment that we could be talking about here on the Begin Within podcast than how we can bring more self-compassion into this journey of improving our health, of losing weight, of becoming better versions of ourselves in terms of health and fitness. So we talked about self-compassion, what it is. We talked about why it's important. Now let's talk about how together. And again, three things researchers have found that are common in the process of self-compassion, of being able to, to take care of yourself through challenges, to recover from them, and to be able to keep going, to keep moving forward despite challenges. You're going to encounter challenges. You're going to need to practice these three things to be familiar with these three concepts. Okay, here they are. My mindfulness, kindness, and common 
humanity. Those are the three that are essential to having healthy, healthy sense of self-compassion because challenges come once again. So mindfulness, well, what is that? Here's the way that I would describe it. Mindfulness is becoming aware of what's going on beneath the surface. Noticing what's going on beneath the surface without reacting to it in a negative way, but maybe reacting to it in a curious way instead. Mindfulness. Well, that's interesting that that happened. What what could I learn from that? Um, oh, that even a feeling, right? We can become mindful about a feeling. Mindfulness activates the part of our brain that has the ability to look at the other parts of the brain, the, the things that are going on beneath the surface, how we're, how we're thinking, how we're feeling, right? Our brain can notice those things. And mindfulness helps us to do that without being in, you know, a very judgmental place. It just helps us to notice them. And then we can decide what to do about it. We can be resourceful because we've noticed it from a non judgmental perspective in this exercise. Again, I'm not saying this is the place to look at everything from, but it's helpful to do that, especially on this health and fitness journey, right? When challenges happen. All right, so that's mindfulness. You know, learning to pay attention to experiences without judging them, without experiencing, you know, the cascade of, of emotions that we that we might naturally feel but rather to notice. And we can do that at any point in the process. Maybe something didn't go the way that we wanted it to. Maybe it was within our control and we didn't do things the way that, you know, the person that we want to be would do them. And we feel guilty, ashamed, stressed, whatever the case is. But mindfulness can kick in and say, hmm, now I'm feeling those things. That's interesting. Why am I feeling that way? What can I learn here? How can I move forward? Mindfulness, very important in tough times, very important in challenges so that we can be resourceful, so that we can move forward again. First piece to self-compassion. The second is kindness. And this is being gentle, being warm with ourselves, especially when we are in pain. Sometimes it's not just the pain, but it's the conclusions we draw about the pain. It's not just that we're not feeling well because we ate, you know, too much dessert, whatever the case is, right? It's not just there, but then it's the guilt and the, or the shame or whatever that comes with feeling that way. The drill sergeant then starts yelling at us for the things that we did. That's the drill sergeant inside of us, right? Self-compassion brings kindness. It brings warmth. It brings gentleness when things go wrong. And the best way to connect with this, I think, again, from the articles that I've read, is to reframe the situation and to start talking to ourselves or dealing with ourselves the way that we would to a friend that we really care about. Someone who we really want the best for long term. How would we respond to that individual if they came to us and said, I'm really upset that this thing happened? You know, would we just jump in and start yelling at them and telling them how terrible that they are? 
for, for not controlling the situation, for letting that happen? Or instead, would we kindly listen? Would we try to like fix their, oh, you should have done this instead. Like just go do that next time. You'll be fine. Or again, would we slow down and let them know that we cared no matter, you know, what situation happened. We'd let them know that we love them, that we're there to support them. I know that's how that, I know that's how you would deal with your friend if they were going through a difficult time. But again, we need to reflect that back to ourselves in order to get in touch with self-compassion in order to really overcome challenges with resourcefulness. So we have mindfulness, we have kindness. And then the third one is common humanity. And this is one that can help us instantly. Maybe this is the best place to start when you go through a challenge. The next time that you're feeling frustrated, you're feeling stressed, you're feeling disappointed in yourself, recognizing that you're not alone. That's the idea of self-compassion here. Say, I am not alone in the way that I'm feeling. I'm not alone in what just happened. This has happened to other people. This has happened to other people who end up being very successful. And it's okay because it took those other people through this process, right? They went through it. They learned. They adjusted. They adapted. They grew. And they continue to make progress. And now, just because I'm going through this, doesn't mean I'm on the wrong path. It doesn't mean I'm no good at this. It just means that I'm human. I go through struggles. I make decisions in the short term that aren't going to benefit me in the long term. And so self-compassion helps us to kind of, again, reframe. Now, Now we're not talking about how would you deal with with a close friend, like that was a reframe we talked about. But self-compassion helps us to reframe it in the sense of a shared experience with others. I'm going through this with other people. So those are the three ways that that research and my reading has found that you can develop a stronger sense of self-compassion, which is going to help you to be resourceful the next time you face challenges, the next time you go through a time when you're feeling stressed, when you're feeling disappointed, when you're feeling frustrated. Self-compassion can help you to reframe things and to be able to continue to move forward. And it's just like a muscle, right? The more that you use it, the stronger that it gets. But make sure that you bring it along. Bring it along in the process from this point forward so that you will be resourceful the next time you face challenges so that just because you made a decision that you shouldn't have, it doesn't mean you failed in the whole process. You're going to be mindful. You're going to notice it. You're going to be kind to yourself. And you're going to realize that other people are here with you now. They're going through a similar situation and they have in the past. And these are the places that we move forward from. Hey, I really hope that you enjoyed this discussion of this this characteristic that you need, we all need to bring along in our process to improve health, fitness, to lose weight. I hope you enjoyed it. I'd love to continue the conversation if you would. Connect with me on Instagram. The link is going to be in the show notes. If you're not already, shoot me a message. Let me know what you thought. 
Let me know how your work is going on developing a stronger sense of self-compassion. Thanks so much for tuning in with me this week. I will talk to you again next week right here on the Begin Within podcast. 